Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or it's William Goodbury. This is Eagle Eyes on Tech. I am Eagle Falcon. I am back. Oh my god. Although, as you can possibly tell, not at 100% yet. In fact, this episode wasn't even recorded live. I ended up recording it off air. And I'll be doing uh, bumpers in between various segments so that I can go on a bit of a coughing fit and still cough whatever this out. This is some nasty flu I caught. Oh my god. I do not recommend it. Don't get sick, kids. A special shout out to Jared from Up Down Left Die, who stepped in for me last week. Um, if you guys enjoyed him, please let me know. Uh, direct email here for our studio, eaglefalcontech at gmail.com. Who knows? Maybe we'll work with him more in the future on tasks like this one. So, let's get to the news first. First things first. Specs for the NVIDIA GeForce RTX 260 Mobile Edition have leaked out. And there's some interesting things. Mostly that the design there doesn't seem to be much of a sacrifice. If these are right that we're talking 6 gigabytes of onboard RAM core clock on the Max-Q version of 975 with a memory bus of 1500 but that's unfortunately all we got. If that's correct, this might not be so bad. The most important piece of information is missing, however. Oh, never mind, there it is. 60 or 30 compute units. So that actually could checks out as well. Interesting. Very interesting. So if this is right, we're actually not gonna have too many sacrifices. Which then makes me wonder how the 2070 and the 2080 mobile versions are going to work out. Because the thing is that with the RTX cards, they are very power hungry. And I do mean that very literally. They are very, very, very power hungry. Like they chug power. The Maxwell cards... And before then, the couple of cards, they sipped it. We're talking about TDPs we haven't seen since Fermi. And Fermi was the graphic card era from NVIDIA. Well, it got a reputation of being a heater more than a graphic card. That was made even worse by partnering it with a... Pentium 4 and doubling your heat output problems. So I'm hoping these, this leak is correct. I really do hope. Because then that means that we're talking about no sacrifices on mobile. And if they find a way to cool that properly, hey. Gaming laptops are looking pretty swell 
All right, let's move on to <laughs> yet another security breach. Is this really a surprise anymore? I don't think it is. There is a Google Plus bug that has given developers access to access to 92.5 million users data. No wonder Google Plus was being shut down as quickly as possible. Like, wow. And the funny thing is that Google is normally an outlet that never has security problems. Google Plus, on the other hand, oh boy. It was leaking information like a sieve. It's great. The The bug was only live for about six days. But, I mean... How long does it take to download that much data? Not as long as you'd think. So yeah, there you go. But hey, at least you're not Facebook. Uh, uh. Yeah, come on, we all saw this coming. There's a new Facebook leak. 6.8 million people had their private photos exposed. I mean, that's nowhere near as bad as Google Plus is 52 million, but... I mean, how many times has this happened now? 12? 20? What's 20 times 6? 120? I mean... You know, you everyone should just do what I do, okay? Here, here's what I do for social media. I follow this helpful acronym. Write down the letters. D-O-N-T. Don't. I take that back, though. I actually do use Twitter quite a lot. In fact, these podcasts are distributed through Twitter. But you know what's beautiful? I don't use my real name. I use my real face, mostly because, you know, public figure and all. But you don't know my real name. As far as everyone knows, my name is Eagle Falcon. What's my address? 123 Fake Street anonymize put that layer between you so that when these leaks happen people wanting to spam call me trying to find ways to get at me there's a there's a barrier it's the fact that the information they have is bogus and i gotta say that's the smartest thing i've done Although that being said, if you actually are using a legitimate service, I do not recommend putting down fake information. Only when it's only when it's a service like Facebook, where 
The only reason they want your information is to sell you ads. Putting down Facebook for like Amazon or legal documents, that's a bad time. Don't do that. All right, last story before we go to our first break. Qualcomm has gotten a Chinese court to ban the sales of older iPhones nationwide. Wow! What? Now, this isn't going to last much. This isn't going to last long at all, fortunately for Apple. But... What? Are you kidding me? Are you freaking kidding me? How did this happen? What? Qualcomm has scored an important victory in its long-running global patent battle with Apple over patent rights. According to Qualcomm, the Chinese court ruled that several recent iPhone models infringe on multiple Qualcomm patents and blah, 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 blah. Let's be honest here. Ever since... Apple started, I mean, this is all when Apple started this back in 2008. All right. Or was it 2008? I don't remember when they started this. Back when Steve Jobs was still alive, if you remember, this whole thing started when Apple went on a suing spree. Their target and their goal was to sue Android out of existence. And they started this whole, massive, giant patent battle. It was all for petty things. The layout of icons. Or... The placement of a single button on a device or having a screen be made mostly or the device mostly made of a screen. There's never going to be an end to this, is there? The fact that the article doesn't even say what the patents were Tells you something, doesn't it? Because that's how little the patents matter in this. They exist for the sole purpose of being annoying. No more, no less. We're going to take our break when we come back. Actually, no, one one more article. Because I actually do have a follow-up. Because Apple did say that they are, in fact, just going to, you know, ignore that court order. 
and actually I love this article because it does in fact say that one of the app, one of the patents was regarding photograph resizing. And the other related to how apps are managed on a touchscreen. Are you kidding me? Really? How old are these patents? You know, I'm willing to bet this all started because Apple refused to not pay royalties on these two. Or that Qualcomm first put it out in the first place in retaliation to what I said earlier about the patent war starting from Apple against the Note or against Samsung. No, not against Samsung, against Android. I'm sorry. I'm still not 100% here. I'm mixing everything up. Oh my God. So yeah, they're just going to ignore it and press on. Well, all right, we come back. I want to talk. I want to do a follow up on um, a story that Jared covered last week involving Edge, phone data, and the Epic Games. We'll be in the Epic Games game store. We'll be right back. How did I end up here? Welcome back, Eagle Eyes on Tech. I'm Eagle Falcon. When was the last time I dusted these off? Man. But that's what you gotta do when you got a problem with your voice. Alright, so, last week, Jared went and talked about Microsoft Edge giving up on its own core and instead switching over to Chromium. Which, by the way, for starters, to me is absolutely hilarious for all the wrong reasons. I mean, come on. How long has Microsoft been pestering us on the bottom of Windows 10? Edge is better for battery life, even though multiple people can confirm it's not. Edge is faster which actually was supported quite a bit. Edge is this, Edge is that. It got to the point where even the operating systems were begging us to use Edge. Just begging us to use Edge. And it just, well, this is the result. Edge is now moving over to Chromium. And it has been confirmed, this is the update, that yes, Edge will support any and all Chromium-based add-ons. Any Chromium-based extensions. Dang. Well, that pretty much confirms it. I mean, I would have thought that Microsoft would have tried to do some muxing 
try and open up their own little extension store for the chromed edge. But nope. It is almost a complete surrender. Which, I mean, whatever. It's not, it's not like a lot of people are going to miss Edge the way it was. But it does mean now that the only real original browsers out there now are Safari. Yeah, right. Firefox and Chrome. I'm pretty sure even Opera is Chromium based. Which was the next biggest one. And just that, that line alone really just makes you think, doesn't it? Wow. It's, it's really all Chrome. It really is just, everything's Chrome. Dang. By the way, here's a nice little fun article for every everyone who wants to be paranoid. From Naked Security. Uh, phones, yes, they are collecting your location data from trusted apps, even though they say they aren't. And they are using that information to track you and identify you. Even such apps as weather apps are tracking your location to the point where they can figure out where you live and therefore identify you, the user, and use that to sell you ads. No, this is no longer tinfoil hat stuff. This is now reality. Oh my god. Talk about validating every single paranoid tech user there is. It's just, well, everything's tracking you, there's no avoiding it, etc., etc. Time to go back to flip phones and wearing tinfoil hats, you want to avoid this. Yay! I don't know how to get around this, to be perfectly honest. Because I'm still willing to bet, even if you turn off GPS in your inside your phone, I'm willing to bet there's a way around it that we don't know of yet. But as of right now, that's the only way. To go into your settings and disable location data. Which, on an iPhone, like I'm holding right now, can be found at, um... Huh. Where do I find that? I know there was a way to turn that off on Androids. I know on my Samsung, it was just right at the top. Huh. That is super awkward. Oh, I can go through a VPN. Neat. Consult a trusted source on that. I have no idea. Freaking iPhones, man. Alright, let's move on to Epic Games. Who have announced that they are taking increased action to help 
bring forth more and more cross-platform services. Including between Switch, Xbox One, PS4, and PC. I'd sing Alleluia for you, but, um, well... You can tell. I'm having a hard enough time just uh, talking. Huzzah, huzzah, huzzah. I'm all in favor for this, but at the same time, let's move on to the last burb, the last story of the day. And how Fortnite allowed the Infinity Blade to exist in a $1 million tournament. The Infinity Blade, as it sounds, is an incredibly powerful sword that just... It's completely imbalanced. It might as well just be a joke weapon within the Fortnite game. So why was it there? Why does it exist? It's just... just, Why? You can't be this stupid, right? Well, I guess they were. This is an incredible oversight, and, well... The entire tournament is now just a complete joke. Well, better luck next time, Epic. Maybe next time we'll remember, hey, you know, maybe we shouldn't have overpowered nonsense in our million dollar tournament for the world's most popular game. Smooth move. That's going to do it for me, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I apologize for this being a short episode, but as you can tell, I am still recovering. And I didn't want to bother uh, too many people about it. If you have any questions, please email me, eaglefalcontech at gmail.com, or check out my Twitch page, twitch.tv slash eaglefalcon. Take care. See you next week. the infinity blade even doing in Fortnite in the first place wasn't that a mobile game that was just some sort of showcase for um for the unreal engine on ios long long ago
Can I even get that game anymore? They might be fun to play again. Will it load in fin nitty blade? Infinity Blade stickers. Oh, nope, not even available on iOS anymore. Feels bad. So there you go. That's where it is. It's it's only on Fortnite. Apparently. For reasons. Go figure. <laughs>